Welcome to Machine Learning. One of the great thinkers uh, in robotics is Hans Moravec. Hans Moravec um, was one of the first to do image processing and build 3D maps using uh, computer depth perception. The computer depth perception is the ability to recognize texture, color, and material composition uh, his initial 3D map prototype constructed a 256 by 256 by 64 cell uh, volume equating to 4 million plus cells. The prototype used three cameras and produced a stereographic range and generated 5,000 evidence rays in five seconds. The hope was that a 3D map would allow the robot to navigate effectively. CPU power was needed. 1,000 million instructions per second is the minimum power required to create a 3D map. The robot speed is a slow travel at this computational threshold. The 3D map will allow the robot to find doors, stairs, walls, and other 3D objects. 3D maps robots uh, will be used by industrial companies and these robots will take the form of automated ground vehicles and forklift trucks and simple consumer vacuum cleaners. Moravec's three rules of robot success were a robot must be reasonably priced. Two, the consumer should not have to call in a specialist to put a robot to work or change its routine. Three, the robot must be reliable for at least six months before encountering a problem or a situation requiring downtime for programming, reprogramming, or other alterations. In the 90s, Dean Pomerleau built Alvin, a neural net with 5,000 adjustable connections, whose um, desire was to build a an imitating a human driver. The neural net output determined the steering position, and some of the camera pictures uh, simulated being further left in the lane with corresponding adjustments in steering. Neural net time to learn new roads was reduced to five minutes. <clears throat> the system provided neural interconnected weights for many of the road types. A new road type was determined by comparing the lower half of the image with the upper half, and if they matched the road up ahead was the same locally. Otherwise, <clears throat> the new road type was added to the library. The neural net input was a low resolution of the road using the blue from a green substitution. In 1991, Alvin traversed a busy 30-kilometer highway at 70 miles, 70 kilometers per hour, and Pomeroo earned his Ph.D. Todd Jokum, a student of Pomeroo, built the next generation of code called Ralph, Ralph used a 32 by 32 pixel low resolution picture of the road. The land ahead appeared as a wedge in the distance. If the road angles left or right, it estimated the blur in brightness changes. One cell from the next and the sharpest vector was kept. Ralph learning was instantaneous and driving became a technique of sliding over memorized vectors. Ralph drove from Washington, D.C. to San Diego, 98 0.2% of the time in control at an average speed of 100 kilometers per hour. Rodney Brooks, Rod Brooks, 
uh, declared the model-based approach to robotics was unworkable. Brooks designed behavior control through layers. He called reflexes. For example, one behavior might cause the robot to steer away from an obstacle and another keep the robot traveling along the wall. The limitability to reflexive model was the limitation in cognitive ability, like a moth trapped in a streetlight. Brooks designed COG with the representing a large number of learning reflexes, allowing the robot to learn visually by, imi visually by imitation. Mor Moravec thought that reflexive technology would accomplish its desired goal. However, he stated, I think there's a faster route on that imitates at a higher level of abstraction, referencing conditional modeling. Moravec concluded most practical automated uh, machines are behavioral based. The retina modeling is a benchmark breakthrough from the beginning of modern robotics. The retina is a uh, centimeter across and a half a millimeter thick and has 100 million neurons. Horizontal cells, which are light sensitive, narrow bipolar cells connected by amersine cells and ganglionine cells have bundled to form the optic nerve. A million ganglion gang cells measure light intensity and differences over space and time. A thousand MIPS machine could match 10 scans a second. <clears throat> first, generation, <coughs> first generation robots will emerge around 2010 and possess 3,000 MIPS computational power. Their size and shape and strength will be... Uh, human-like. They will be efficient mobile devices on ground, flat ground, and able to traverse stairs and manipulate everyday objects. And two, four, and six-legged robots will be able to traverse most terrains and carry their own power supply, moving slowly and for short distances. The robots will be heavy with perhaps three motors per limb. Movement uh, may be done through shape-bending alloys. A shape-bending alloy bends at room temperature, but when the heat is applied, it will return to its original shape with force. Robots will be able to perceive their surroundings with sensors, uh, video, camera config, video cameras configured for stereographic uh, scopic uh, vision necessary to construct a 3D map, and from the map it will be able to recognize locations, plan trajectories, and detect objects by uh, color, shape, and location. Second-generation robots will emerge around 2020 and have 100,000 MIPS, a 30-fold increase in computational power. Second-generation robots will be capable of adaptive learning. The robots will adjust its behavior in response to action past effectiveness as the robot actual behavior is nudged closer to the human ideal. Robots will be packaged with learning models and probably be capable of training by humans through conditioning modules, and these conditioning modules watch for desirable and undesirable situations that act on a task-oriented programs. Conditioning signals come in two categories, positive, which raise the probabilities, and negative, which lowers the probabilities. A character is a product of the suit of conditioned modules of the host. Second-generation robots will be able to uh, learn from first-generation robots. Second-generation robots will use central computer simulations of robots in action to approximate results by gathering data and generalizing from the data of other robots. A proper simulation would 
the result of thousands of learned models from various uh, basic interactions, and these simulations will be used to effectively construct condition suite for supercentral computers. Second generation robots will find jobs everywhere. Third generation robots will have 3 million MIPS and will learn uh, by faster through trial and error simulation done by human supervision and supercomputers at the factory, which will be capable of simulating in real time. The robot will be able to recognize objects for what it is, so the proper interaction modules can be brought up uh, called perception modules. Because these robots will be processing faster than real time, they can run prediction simulations to determine if a response will turn out badly and alter its plan of action. In spare time, the computer could replay, preplay previous experiences and try variations on them, learning new ways to improve performance and invent its own simple programs in response to a specialized condition, conditioning module. Adaption is a process of cor corrective sequence of robot actions and how close they are to the desired end, very similar to the effects of genetic algorithms. These robots will need to time to play and use their ability to adapt, imitate, adapt, imitate, and, and create simple programs of its own. They will have a theorem prover to find absolute correct solution or arbitrary generality, subtlety, and deviousness uh, if ones exist. The fourth generation robot will have 100 million MIPS, advanced mechanized reasoning, these robots will write their own programs, understand natural languages, and understand concept and statements more deeply. Will robots help to improve man's environment and create greater enjoyment? Uh, yes, they will. They will do um, many tasks as long as they can perform with um, maintenance-free and if robots can maintain themselves, uh, it will also provide more reliability. Will machines annihilate our humanity? Moravec cannot advocate annihilation and clings to the idea that his own, that his consciousness will continue either in another form or through robots. Uh, does man exist to become like God? Is the hope of a super robot a false god? Since gods exist, then natural laws must be lower-level laws. Moravik's theorem of final destination of man is incomplete. Will robots learn uh, what good and evil is? Will robots have emotion? A conditioned reflexive robot cannot expect to achieve this discernment without having higher moral laws. If a man is more intelligent than his parents, do we call him better? Does a man need to have free will? If robots convert all the matter into digital virtual reality, do we say your existence has improved? The existence that is forced upon mankind, intelligence must yield to agency, which is the freedom to act and not to be acted upon. Intelligence alone cannot uh, be the reason for existence. Intelligence is only part of the meaning of existence. Choice and accountability is the larger portion of existence. Again, there's that moral play. Uh, will a robot know how to choose good over evil? A robot will not know how to choose good and evil over evil because it can, uh, because it can know, a sense a higher purpose and morality. So its action will not follow a higher purpose. 
uh, in random random uh, random tasks do not generate higher purpose. That's one of the great advantages of mankind is his ability to find the higher purpose and in in that higher purpose find meaning for existence.